got a woman way over town that's good to me. Oh yeah. The baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I could tell you rock, I could tell by your charm. Far as girls, you gotta flock, I could tell by your charm and your arm. But I'm looking for the one. Have you seen her? My psychic told me she'll have an ass like Serena, Trina, Gina, for Lopez, four kids. And I gotta take all they best. Okay, get First niggas gotta find me. What's for the grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Fall so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that don't shit face. And that's we go. Oh, for 82, when I look at you like this shit crazy. Fall so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even pope be here. Fall so hard since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Psycho, I'm libo, to go Michael. Take your pick. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, game six. Fall so hard, got a broke clock. Rollies that don't tick tock. That's losing time, hitting behind all these big rocks. Fall so hard, I'm shocked too. I'm supposed to be locked up too. You escape, but I escape. You be in Paris getting fucked up too. <laughs> Y'all know the damn vibes. We in here. We in here. Yep. It's your boy Q, Big Q from the pod, the host of the Three Day Weekend Podcast. Man, we here to give it up. Woo woo! You know the damn vibes, man. Come on, what's up? What's up, everybody? Hope y'all are doing good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling amazing. We are in the building. Lock in, down, sit tight, stop whatever you're doing, and go ahead and listen to the Three Day Weekend Podcast. We are here, episode thirteen, and it is Black History Month. It is Black History Month. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give it to him, man. Come on, man. If you need a subtle reminder. Get this out of the come way. on. First, I mm-hmm. am not supposed to be here today. Oh, baby. Relax, oh, nigga. Baby. Relax. Yes, yes, sir. Let me get this yes, out of the sir. way. First, I am not supposed to be here today. Let's fucking go, man. Let's go. I hope everybody is doing great. Oh, man. I got a great show lined up for y'all today. Um, not really. But hey, we got some stuff to talk about. I'll be honest. We got a lot here. Not really again. But anyway, it is Black History Month. So go out and thank a black person for being alive today. Do something kind. You should be doing it all fucking year. But at least in February, you got to give us that, y'all. You got to make sure you give me, you got to give me something good here, okay? You know what I mean? I hope you're hyped up now. I hope you're feeling amazing because i am i am i'm feeling like a fucking dog today okay i feel so good man i definitely got a story time for y'all today i'm gonna get back to reading some reddit questions as well give you guys um an insight to some more shit some more advice on that but let's get it going y'all for real let's let's really get it going oh you sure you didn't fart Come on, I did not fart. Brittany, man it's not oh 
girl stinking out my goddamn room, man. Breath smelling like hot shit in here, man. Thought it was her ass. It would have been better if she fought it, but no, this bitch up in here stinking out my room with her goddamn tummy, her breath in her tummy. Damn. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and ruin you guys' day. I'm going to traumatize you right now. I'm sorry, but since it happened to me, I have to do it to you guys. I saw a video on TikTok where I noticed, well, no, I didn't notice anything. I was reading, watching the video and learning. But this lady said the same thing I just said to you guys about traumatizing, and I'm not going to lie, fuck me up. So when you flush a toilet, you should always flush it with the toilet seat down. Like, close the top. Because I guess when you, it was like a scientist and shit, it was like an old video. I guess if you don't, and you just flush it, a bunch of like the bacteria and shit splashes all over the bathroom. So like the E. coli, whatever's in that, your nasty ass shit, your piss goes flying everywhere, all over the bathroom. And this they, they proved this because they showed a black light and, you know, they did the bathroom with the black light and they flushed the toilet. And you just saw, it was like sparks fucking flying, man. It's some of the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Sparks flying everywhere of just shit, bacteria, piss, E. coli, the shit that was in Chipotle's food a few years ago, all over the fucking bathroom walls. It was hitting the dude's razor. It was hitting his toothbrush. Yo, crazy because we don't even think about that. We just we think we're doing our job by flushing the toilet, washing our hands. And I know you nasty motherfuckers out there better be washing your damn hands. That's a side note. But yeah, this is like really mind blowing to me. Like it, it was kind of disgusting watching the video. It kind of almost made me gag a little bit because it was like, wow, this is something that you never thought of. And then she kind of ended the video with by saying, now imagine how bad public restrooms are. They don't even have seat tops. They don't have lids. Public bathrooms don't have lids. So imagine what that fucking stall looks like. Imagine that whole bathroom is just filled with shit, crabs, E. coli, fucking shit and beef and piss everywhere. It's, it's honestly, it's pretty fucking gross, man. It, it's, it's disgusting. But, so I hope you guys are fucked up off of that as much as I am because I'm down bad now. I'm constantly making sure I close the lid. But now if I, if I do a courtesy flush, now I got the shit all over my ass. Now I'm thinking about that too. And it's, oh, it's a fucking slippery slope. It's a terrible place. You don't want to go there mentally. But y'all be safe out there, man. Really got to be careful because this is the harsh reality of the world we live in. It's a nasty place, real nasty place. And if you haven't learned that from everything last year, 2021 is going to be bad for you. I'm telling you that now and the rest of your fucking life and years. Okay? But whatever. Oh, shit. Shorty just found a, a thong in my pillowcase. It's a G-string, too. Dude, that was one of them nasty ones. Thousand for the night. No, those are the good ones. A thousand for the night is a good one. That was probably like 50, 50 bucks for the whole package. Fellas, don't ever pay 50 bucks for the whole package. Don't if the girl is offering 50 bucks for the whole package, walk away, man. Just walk away. I'm saving you the time and trouble that your dick will be on fire in the morning if you go ahead and pay that 50 for that package. You think you're getting a deal. Some things you just don't want to get the deal on. I know you're dying for something cheap. You know, we always want to sell. We need the code. We need the promo code. We need to apply it. Well, come on, give me the gift card. No, fellas, no gift cards for pussy, Okay. No gift cards for that. So, like I said, don't do the $50 package. Um, 
And don't let, you know, don't leave thongs in your pillowcases. You nasty motherfuckers. Or I guess in this case, I'm the nasty motherfucker. But it doesn't matter. Keep getting off track because I got a, a crowd behind me. A bunch of people right here fucking around today. Everybody's scared. Nobody wants to be on the show. But that brings me to my point, though. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. I did a segment a while back about lesbians, right? Let's be honest. I was gassing them up. Like how they're dogs, right? In a good way, though. Like they're, they're just a fucking dope, right? Get yourself a lesbian friend. I was hanging with some lesbians last night. And they gave t- they suggested a good idea that I have them on the show. And that's a great idea. I'd like to hear directly from, you know, the mouth of these women and how they be giving it up and directly from their mind. Because, you know, I can only say it so well. I'm just a, I'm just a guy here. It's just me. What is this now you finding? Oh. <laughs> but see, I can only say so much. I can only do so much. But if I can get the voice of the people, the lesbians, to come here and speak their piece, that's fucking perfect. So I'm going to make sure I get that done for you guys. I got a lot of shit coming with guests and stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really get this thing going, man. You guys are going to hear some other voices besides my dumbass voice. So hope you're fucking excited, baby. I hope my listeners are hyped because I'm fucking hyped. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna become a menace now. I've learned that I can just go around and record shit on my phone. So I'm just gonna be recording everything. I might even record some conversations that shouldn't be exposed. Right? I'm gonna get real wild. I'm gonna be on my D'Angelo Russell shit. Honestly. Now I was saying, it is Black History Month. I'm all over the place today, guys. Don't mind me. But it doesn't matter. We're here to put on a fucking show. It's Black History Month, right? So what I'm gonna do each episode, each week. I'm going to give like a black history fact. I'm going to highlight something in black history um, and c- c- highlight a person, give you guys some information on it and probably not the most traditional way, but Hey, we're going to talk about it. That brings me to the gentleman that I started this whole show with today. Uh, if you don't know who that is, that was Ray Charles, the father of soul man did pop. He did rock country music, jazz, everything 60 year career, Absolute menace, right? On menace on the beats. Produced his own songs, owned his own masters. The very first artist to actually own his own masters. So you can imagine the money that he was bringing in, Ray Charles. And I just watched his movie for the second time in my life, the one that Jamie Foxx plays him in. And Jamie Foxx did an amazing job. He won an Oscar for that shit. But, you know, the first time I watched it, I watched it when I was a kid. And you know when you watch movies when you're younger, you can't fully grasp what's going on. You just know, oh, that was a good movie. Everybody said it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But you don't really get what's happening in the movie. You're just kind of watching it for what it is. You know, you take the bare minimum just to learn. So when I'm, I've been on a movie kick watching movies now and kind of like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't realize, you know, what exactly was going on. And I noticed Ray Charles, this nigga was a, a menace in a good way, in a fucking bad way, man. This dude was in the, in the streets. If I talk about being in the streets, this man was the definition of the streets. And he did this for like 70 fucking years, man. He did his whole fucking life. This is a blind man. This nigga was getting pussy more than you could even imagine, right? And this dude was killing shit, mad, confident, so much charm, all of that. But this is where it's kind of crazy. So he was married once. Well, he's twice married, right? First time he got married, it lasted like half a year. He realized they were, it was his manager. She was stealing money from him. Realized that shit broke off from them, dipped, got out of that situation. Met another woman the next year. 
ended up being this was his second marriage and his last marriage. He stayed married to her for about twenty two years from nineteen fifty five to seventy seven. And they finally got divorced. During that time span, he had like ten children. So he in total he had twelve. Right? Like, oh well, no, what's the problem with that? A guy like to have kids, Philip Rivers, Philly Rivers style. No, 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 no. He had ten children, right? With like nine different women at that point, because then he went on and had two more with two different women. But with nine different women in that time span. So this man was laying down seeds everywhere without a care in the goddamn world. And hey, I don't want to be the one to say it, but my man's pullout game was weak. Does it have to do with him being a blind man? Maybe. The man was missing his target. He might have tried to pull out. And he just completely didn't pull out all the way or he missed and shot it back in. Like so many things, so many factors go into that. Like, but then there's also the side where it was, he just was laying up and shit. He didn't care. He just, he was like, ugh, that was good. And laid up in it, right? And stayed there. And, and what I noticed is, you know, each woman that he had while he was on the road, a part of his team, whatever, they were all in love with him. Every single one. All while, his first wife, his second wife, I mean, the one that he was with for 20 years, stayed with him and went through it. Now, that's fucked up, okay? Right? <laughs> it's definitely fucked up. But, yo, the fact that he just, like, he would be like, no, you're my girl on the road, and that's how it's going to be. And, like, these women, you know, they dealt with this shit. And, obviously, it has to do with the time and all of that shit. And, you know, he was Ray Charles. This dude was, like, goaded. So that probably played a huge fucking factor. But, yo, I honestly, it's some of the craziest shit, man. You know, shout out to Ray Charles. For real, legend, right? Absolute goat. Um, a dog on the pianos, on the keyboards. A dog with the vocals. And then a dog in the streets. Shout out to Ray, man. I really, I really love that guy, man. After watching that movie, too, it's like, I didn't realize how much of a goat he really was. Like, I didn't understand the magnitude of, you know, his music and all the different genres and um, how how many hits he had. It was just over decades he had hits on hits on hits. So shout out to him, man. Shout out to Ray Charles. Rest in peace as well. My man passed away in 2004. Shout out to him, man. For real. Okay, I mean, that sound, it wasn't actually meant to go off of that, but it was meant to lead me into story time. Because you know the vibes It is story time y'all And this is actually a pretty recent story I just I'll get right to the fucking point okay I need I still need to stop introing every single thing With the fucking background Background story it's crazy I do it all the time So I work um, For a company um, I'm not going to say the name of the company But we deal with Guests, company, uh, customers On a daily basis it's kind of a mix Of things but um you know, we have to sometimes deal with call uh, calls from guests that we would consider maybe high priority. And I got a call yesterday where this lady, I, I mean, I thought she was all there. Clearly she wasn't, but she called. She's very upset, highly upset. She was sitting with her morning coffee watching South Park. Um, if you don't know what South Park is, it is a very... Uh, inappropriate adult cartoon, but it's in a, it's one of those adult adult cartoons. It's parodies, it's commentary, it's all sarcasm, satire, all that shit. But it's vulgar, very vulgar. The shit that they show, like there's no boundaries for them. They cross all the lines, and it's fucking great. 
with this lady. For some reason, she was watching one of her local channels and she was sitting with her coffee from 8 in the morning to noon while watching South Park. And she noticed that the commercials, um, you know, on this local channel were, there was a few of my company's commercials on there. Oh, and this lady was, she was pissed off, man. She was real perturbed. This had her bothered, so bothered that she had to call me to say, what the fuck is this? Why does this company support South Park? And at first, I thought she was talking about a specific episode because there was an episode where this company like was in the show. But, you know, South Park can do that. They're under the First Amendment with that kind of stuff. That's why they do use brand names. So I, I say, ma'am, you know, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, they're just doing that on their own. That's their thing. I'm sorry. But no, this shit is even crazier. She is not happy with the commercials running on this channel. Ma'am, we don't pay to run the commercial like on that specific time slot with that show playing. We don't get to pick and choose the shows. I'm sure a deal is made where it's on the channel. Maybe even the time slots are chosen. But the actual show that the show channel decides to put on, that has nothing to do with us. Wasn't a good enough answer for her. She started getting loud. She's now she's yelling at me. She's so pissed off. She's like, I need someone from the marketing department to call me ASAP because this shit needs to be pulled. This is poisoning the minds of our children. This is horrible. And and what blew my mind was it was almost like this lady became obsessive with South Park at this point because now she started going through each episode. Now she's got to the point. She's, she's like, let me tell you this. Season three, episode 55, at about the two-minute mark, the show starts with Paris Hilton showing off her tits, wearing whore t-shirts. It's disgusting. Oh, I say, oh, ma'am, I mean, might want to call South Park, might want to call Comedy Central, you know, give them a ring, let them know you're not feeling their content. No, but then she goes, no, wait. Duncan Commercial plays after that. Ma'am, I'm sorry. It is nothing we... There's nothing we can do. But no, that wasn't good enough. Still wasn't good enough. Now she's like episode season two, episode one starts off with burning crotches and bleeding celebrities everywhere. And a two year old that's traumatized by this and this. I'm like, ma'am, all right, at this point, you watch the damn show. All right, you sat there for four hours on this fucking Tuesday afternoon and watched the whole freaking the whole marathon. Is, why is that my problem? Why is that our company's problem? It's really not. That's what I started to realize. This lady was cooked. I tried to tell her, you know, man, you know, we can't guarantee that anybody's going to contact you because nobody is. Who, who who does she want? She wants the president, the CEO to, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and do that for you, okay? Uh, we want we don't want our content associate. No, man, money talks. Money talks, money walks. So I'm sorry, ma'am. Nobody's going to give you a call. It's the entitlement for me because people think they're so much bigger than anything and they think they're so important when in reality they're not. Like I said, I'm going to give this lady the benefit of the doubt because she was cooked. She had to be. She was sitting there with her morning coffee. She must have thought South Park was a regular cartoon. Like, man, this is an adult fucking channel. You know what I mean? I watched it when I was a kid, of course. Like, somehow me and my friends did, but it wasn't meant for us and we knew that. But we're not sitting here like, Oh, this is this is this is how life is supposed to go. This is what it's supposed to look like. like no, man, it's not supposed to look like that, ma'am. What I need you to do is lay off, you know, the South Park for a while, lay off the morning coffees, 
kind of put put your phone down when you get angry about a commercial because she, she ended up naming off like 10 companies that she was going to call. It was like, she was, I'm calling Lexus. I'm calling Liberty Mutual. I'm calling Michelin. I was like, damn lady, you got the whole slate. I'm calling JG Wentworth, six, seven, seven, eight. Now she, she was like, I'm calling all these niggas. They pissed me all off today. They're in cahoots. You know what I mean? With South Park. And I'm like, all right, ma'am, I think it's time for you to kind of sit down, breathe, go ahead and call Comedy Central, let them know. But there is simply nothing I can do for you. And she got pissed off, yelling, yelling, all that hoopla. And hun ended up hanging the phone up on me and all. And I love that. I love when they hang up the phone on me. But, man, people are really crazy in this world, man. So y'all got to, yo, there's the people that are calling me to complain about shit like that. Those are real living people that are walking around the earth every day. Like, this is real stuff happening. This is real stuff going on. It's fucking crazy, man. But whatever, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and get into these Reddit questions now. And for, you know, the, the it's not many questions. This is actually just this one. But I thought this one was good enough. And, um, you know, it kind of relates to some of y'all out there. This guy says, how do y'all deal with being so drained after work? You don't have the capacity slash energy to pursue hobbies or interests. Kind of dying on the inside. Then he says, I'm not saying I'm asleep by 4.30 after my episode of whatever or anything, and my job isn't terribly physically demanding. It's mostly mentally taxing all day, and by the time I'm off work, I'm generally too mentally exhausted to want to learn anything or participate in anything particularly mentally rigorous. Then I start to notice my life balance is basically just work, work out, video games, or reading, sleep, repeat. And it brings on the old ex existential, I don't know what the fuck word that is, but whatever. I lift weights three times a week and I bike 10 to 15 miles in the off days. So it, that takes up some time, but I feel like physical fitness is super important. The physical activities are easy though, but I miss writing and hobby programming and electronics and shit like that. I just can't seem to get my brain to want to do any more work by the end of a long work day. And I get that, man. I, I really do because I hear this a lot from a lot of people. They're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in their life, what what's going to give their life purpose you know what I mean? We get caught up in the idea of, oh, we got to go to school. We got to do this. We got to do that. When we get out of school, we got to get a job. We get a job and we do that for the rest of our lives. And everything else that's life included is in between. We got to get the template, though. We got to get the work. We got to get the family. We got to get the money. We got to have all that. We have to have the house, everything, right? And we get so consumed with all of that, that idea, you know, of never being satisfied with that, that we forget to just live in the present moment, you know, live in the now, figure out what you want to do in this moment, how, what's going to make you have fun, what's going to, because a lot of it, like this guy said, it's not the physical part, you know what I mean, uh, he does physical activities, that's not his problem, like he's energized in that capacity, but it's the mental part, and I think a lot of it is because all these years we're doing things that we're not particularly happy doing, and we're only doing it because someone told us that this was the way to do it. And that's just, that's what it is. This is how we do it. We were told this our entire lives. And we've worked hard. We've worked real hard to get here. And you get here and you realize that this was the goal. This is it to keep moving up in this one company, doing this bullshit that I don't care about. That's not really going to help me for anything that doesn't add to my brain. It's not important. And it's that alone is draining. That thought alone, when I say that, it hurts my soul because it's like that is draining. You know what I mean? Like it's corporate shit. We, we care about these companies and building up these companies that don't give a shit about us. We care so much. 
Do we realize that? We're letting these companies drain us and we're going to say no. You know, somebody's going to push back and say no, but we need to make money. I want to make money. I like money. There's so many other things you could be doing to make money. You know what I mean? I know you need your corporate job. I know you want to keep your job on the side. You want to do that. But now you're not taking any real steps to figure something else out figure something else out you want the easy way you want the cushy way or the way that you were taught it was going to be done but it's not worth the mental stress the mental the weight it puts on our mental it's not worth it you know we're going to be 60 and look back and say oh thank god i'm finally retired but who knows how many years i have left who knows i'm I'm glad if you can even make it there you're lucky and you're gonna look back and say damn nigga, i ain't do shit my whole life didn't even try anything didn't even step out you know, and that's a real depressing thought. That's a scary thought that haunts me every day. I say, no, nah, I got to do something to get out there. I got to do something that's going to take me away from this that isn't playing video games. It's not just reading a book. That's like, let me, let me think of a hobby. Let me do a podcast. You know what I mean? Let me put a social media presence. Let me figure something else out because, you know, I want to look back and say, hey, at least I tried that. At least I did it, right? You know, it's there. It's, it, it happened in real life. But to answer the question, right, what I would say is when you when you think of doing a hobby, right? You can go online, read a million different things, figure something out, right? Set a routine for that hobby. Don't treat the hobby like a hobby. Don't just be like, oh, I just do this sometimes, you know what I mean, whatever. Because realistically, if it's a hobby, you know, a lot of these people, they say they have hobbies and they actually do, oh, cars are my hobby. No, that person, they, you know, they downplay it a bit. When they're, they go home every day after work and they're working on their car, they're looking constantly for new cars. They're going to car shows. So it's a little more of a hobby. You know what I mean? I think when that word hobby makes us think it's not as important. But no, these are serious parts of your life. So you have to set a routine for that particular hobby, whatever it is. Make it a part of, okay, when I get out of work, when I get home at 6 o'clock, I'm going to take time, set some time aside to do this. And don't let yourself get lazy. Don't say, hey, uh, I don't feel like doing anything. Oh, it was just a long day. No, 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 you can't. You can't let yourself sink into that hole because that's where it just starts to get ugly. And now it's just, you're back to square one. You want to set a routine for that. Um, and then it'll, it'll slowly become natural. It'll slowly be, become a part of what you're doing. And if you don't like the hobby, look for a new one. You know what I mean? You're not wasting time. We have to get this idea out of our heads that we're wasting time. You can always try new things. You can always try something, put it down if you don't like it, and pick up something else. You know what I mean? Don't feel like since, oh, man, I've been working on this thing for two months now, and I don't even like it anymore. That's okay. Drop it. Try something new. It's endless. There's so many things out in this world you can look into. We just have to take the time and the effort to actually go towards it. We don't go towards it. That's our biggest problem. Take those actual steps. Take All it takes is one step. Take one step. Write something down in your phone. Write something in your notes. I know people like to feel embarrassed and awkward when they're doing things that are out of their comfort zone, but who cares, man? You'll feel a lot better in the end. You know what I mean? I started meditating. Meditating has helped me so much. You know what I mean? It feels awkward maybe at first. Like I'm sitting here, and it's usually guided meditation, so I'm listening to someone. And it might feel awkward, but... In the long run, it feels so good. I feel so much more relaxed these days. You know, my mind is way more open. It feels so good. Um, you know, being here, being alive, I'm appreciating the blue sky. I'm appreciating the cloudy skies. And you, so, I mean, that's all I got for you guys on that, man. If you, if you didn't pick up no gems from that, you're just not into picking up gems. Because I got you. I'm going to drop jewels. You, it's your job to pick them up. Okay, so I, I, I hope you guys really take that in, man, for real.
And I'm going to go ahead and close it out on that note, y'all. Once again, another week, another pod. Oh, my God. I'm performing. I'm in my MVP form right now. I am going crazy this week. I mean, I'm going crazy every week. It's This is an MVP-like season, a Wilt Chamberlain-type season. I'm going really crazy, y'all. So, Stay tuned. You're, you are a witness to greatness right here. You can say you were here in the beginning because we finna go to the moon. Okay. Thank y'all for listening. It is, was episode 13 of the three-day weekend podcast. You know the vibes, man. We are available everywhere on every platform. Come on. Go ahead and listen. Just press play. Oh, uh, well, if you got to this point, actually, you probably listened already. So, actually, I fuck with you then already. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the song of the week, though. That's going to be Holy Water by Lil Mosey. Turn this shit up in your headphones, man. We finna have a party today. What's up? You know the vibes, man. Peace out, y'all. I love y'all. Turn it up.